Welcome to Bible Chicks, women who are normally just as is, but we're at our supernatural best when we choose to read, believe, and live out God's Word, whatever's going on in our lives. So get ready to laugh with us and be blessed as you hear our unique stories and inspiring music. Thanks for joining us. It's going to be good. Reading, believing, living His Word. Praying, never receiving all the truth that we've heard. Loving and growing and hoping our faith is showing. Don't you know we're Bible chicks? Hi, I'm Carol Brewer, and welcome to another Bible Chick show. Today's special guest is Candy Rose. You know, her pastor once referred to her as a modern-day Rahab, a woman who's been taken from the depths of sin to the heights of grace. Today, Candy's an author, evangelist, and a TV show host. You won't want to miss her story. But first, I have the chance to share with you a song from verses 14 through 16, coming from Psalms 91, Because He Loves Me. Yo 
Great to know God's love, isn't it? It's everything. And in the Message Bible, Psalm 103, verses 8 through 14, tells us about God's love. Here's what it says. God is sheer mercy and grace, not easily angered. He's rich in love. He doesn't endlessly nag and scold nor hold grudges forever. He doesn't treat us as our sins deserve, nor pay us back in full for our wrongs. As high as heaven is over the earth, so strong is His love to those who fear Him. And as far as sunrise is from sunset, He has separated us from our sins. As parents feel for their children, God feels for those who fear Him. He knows us inside and out. You know, and my guest, Candy Rose, understands that. She's calling in from Hot Springs. I got to say that right. It's a Hot Springs, huh? Hot Springs, Arkansas. Welcome, Candy Rose. Oh, hi, Carol. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate being able to talk about Jesus. Yeah, we know each other from Christian Women in Media, and you have the privilege of bringing together some media women there in Hot Springs. Uh, yes. Under, under, as other media women, and you're starting local networks there, and, uh, you know, those are such a blessing, aren't they, when we bring women together that are like-minded and share our passion for the Lord? Oh, yes. And the ladies are really enjoying it and because uh, we have a lot in common. We want to use our gifts and talents for the Lord. Yes, we do. You know, you call yourself an addiction specialist. Oh, wow. To think of uh, what were the circumstances <laughs> in your life that gave you all that experience and expertise to call yourself that. Oh, well, <laughs> well, Carol, it's uh, really from my own personal experiences and, of course, and the spiritual knowledge I acquired through the years. Well, let me give you a little background of my younger years. Mm. I wasn't raised in church, and through the years, I ended up being a very bitter, angry woman. Yeah. Angry due to horrific events in my childhood and teen years. Mm. My own father molested me from age 3 to 11. Then I was raped as a teenager and even kidnapped at knife point at five months pregnant. Needless to say, I experienced a lot of trauma, which led me into a life of multiple addictions. And at age 18, I worked for a dancing agent in Chicago who made commission on us to dance in strip clubs. And this even led to prostitution. Wow, what a background. And you know, it's uh, uh, for a lot of us that maybe be going to church, that sounds pretty unusual or, or pretty different. But you know, church is, the, is a hospital, isn't it? It's a place yes. where we come for the healing and to be, you know, be repaired and, and let the Lord work in our lives. And so, you know, you had this really difficult early years and, and this formation. But then, you know, then you were married, right? Yes, yes. And, and yes, then, sir. so what, what happened to all of those other commi- the commitments that you had in working in Chicago and, and, all, and, and your uh, profession, other profession? Uh, what happened after you were married? Okay, well, uh, after I, uh, uh, when I met uh, who, who became my husband, mm-hmm. I quit the, I quit the he, he wanted me to quit the dancing and, okay. and the clubs. And, oh, I was very glad to do that mm-hmm. and because it was very de- degrading. Mm. And uh, but and I quit the prostitution. But Carol, the problem was my addictions were taking control of my life. Uh, I even went into a government-run addiction treatment center twice, but to no avail. Do you there think? Was, yeah, go ahead. Do you Carol. think, Handy? Do you think that 
the um, you know addictions was it you know like you were you know self medicating and everything because of all the other things that were going on was this just kind of helping you deal with it uh, by yes. just making you numb is that why you think uh, yes and, you got into all I, of that yes Carol and the thing is with addictions is uh, once you try it to whatever for whatever reason just to experiment it or or just to try or to alleviate the pain and the heartache in your life well uh, you know. Taking one drink or, or or sampling this drug or pornography or whatever, pretty soon before you know it, it has a hold on you, and then you're just doing it now, not necessarily to numb you because now you have an actual addiction, which is a spiritual battle. It is. It is a yes. spiritual battle. And there was so many fights in our home, and our children suffered greatly. But see. The problem with addiction, everyone suffers, not just the person, but the whole family. It's a ripple effect. Right, and, and you even it, went to, yeah, you know, ahead. some treatment centers and... Yes. Mm-hmm. And how, how long were those um, well, treatments, you know, like several months at a time or what? No, they were both very short. Mm. Uh, but the problem is, well, here's one thing good, okay? They opened up my mind and my idea that there might be a God. Because uh, they have uh, a book that uh, talks about uh, God, and it doesn't talk about Jesus, but it talks about God. And it opened mm-hmm. up my mind to maybe there possibly might be a God. So, at least that was uh, something very good that happened during that time. But it wasn't until, of course, uh, I met Jesus. <laughs> you know, <laughs> now your marriage came. didn't last, right? Uh, oh, no. 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 No, because uh, through all of that, through, through all the divorce, uh, it, I, I even, we had so many fights and, and everything, and it was just really sad. And you, you were saying, I was looking at, at some of your notes here that you gave me, and you said the Bible says the enemy of our soul blinds our eyes. And that was exactly what happened, you know, and you were blinded uh, by all of this, these circumstances in your life. And so you got a divorce, but what happened? What did you do then? How did you survive and what did you do for financial support and everything after your divorce? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, see, this that's what I was thinking when we got the divorce. How am I going to survive? Well, I had a real estate license at the time, but it, I wasn't very successful at it. So, I answered an ad to dance in a strip club. Uh, it was very de- degrading. What about, um, did you have children? Yes, and oh, you know, my desire was to be the richest woman and give my children everything they wanted. But sadly, Carol, later in life, I realized all they wanted was their mother to be for, there for them, spend mm-hmm. time with them, and not be an embarrassment. And And I didn't realize my eyes really were blinded. I thought I was doing good. Yeah, and you know, it was just kind of like a form of entertainment. I mean, all we have to do is turn on the TV, right, and and uh, movies or whatever, and we we see see this everywhere and it's sort of if oh, you yes. if you're not in God's word or you don't have that other perspective that God gives us this just kind of seems like all part of society doesn't it and and it's yes. very prevalent in our culture certainly oh yes and and anything with sexual connotations sells uh, mm-hmm. You can see by our advertisements, it's on TV and everything. Right. Uh, and so, this kind of business that I was doing, it was that's why it was becoming so popular. So yeah, so your children were embarrassed and by yes. knowing what you were, what what mom was doing on a job, and you know, yes. yeah. So you know, you were 
to hear this story, and I'm grateful for your transparency because, you know, for some people that may may find that kind of shocking to hear that story. I mean, they can't relate to that. But on the other hand, there may be somebody right now driving in your car or just listening on your on your computer that says, "Hey, I can really relate to this. I have a family member that is in the situation, or yes. I personally have been in this situation, yes. and it, it may be personal." And you know, to hear your story, well, wow. You know, you're a credentialed minister with the Assemblies of God, and yes, how, yes. how could we guess that you've been through all of this? Oh, I know. Isn't it wonderful? I tell you what, uh, God truly has taken uh, what the enemy meant for bad in my life and turned it around, and I can help so many people through my television program that uh, I have, uh, uh, through through the preaching. Um, I just love sharing about Jesus and, and what And we're going to hear more. We're going to take a break and come right okay. back. All right. Attention event planners. Carol Brewer brings both the message and the music as she presents the King and I Women's Retreat. You'll deepen your walk with Jesus as you discover the heart-healing truths that establish your real identity as an heiress in His kingdom. Be refreshed and reassured in His presence and delight in singing His praises. Carol works closely with each event planner, ensuring a successful, life-transforming weekend away. Learn more at BibleChicks.com. Reading, believing, living His Word. Don't you know we're Bible chicks? Welcome back. We're on the phone with Candy Rose, and she's calling in from Hot Springs, Arkansas. Candy, we've been talking about your incredibly compelling story, your tough beginning that you had in life up to your uh, early 20s and all that you've been going through. But, you know, you said that when you went to that uh, government-run rehab uh, facility that you were introduced to the concept of God, and that was the beginning. Then, later on, uh, at a certain point in your life, you remembered your mom and and your stepdad and their faith and their love for the Lord. Can you tell me uh, what caused you to reach out to your mom? I mean, I know that uh, the Holy Spirit certainly wooed you and caused you to think about her. What was the point that you did that? Oh, wow, Carol. You know, sometimes a crisis is the best thing that can happen to us. And for me, I had a crisis. I thought Mm -hmm. I was going to lose my kids and have to put them in a foster home. Now, Carol, that to me, I was Miss Tough Woman and I could deal with anything. But this, this was more than I could bear. And my mind was getting emotionally tormented right at that moment. And uh, my mom and stepdad had just got saved prior to this and Mm -hmm. showed me unconditional love even through the nasty lifestyle that I had been living, and they also had peace no matter what they went through, uh, through pain, physical pain, emotional pain, and at that point, I needed peace, Carol, and so I found myself calling my mother. I look back now, and I realize it was nothing but the Holy Spirit drawing me and having me reflect on their lives, and I called my mother, and Carol, my mother, led me to the Lord over the Mm. phone. Woo! (laughs) Aren't phones great? (laughs) Oh, Hey, yes, just like we're on the phone. Yes, it's great. (laughs) Yes, and anyway, so that was uh, 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 a real uh, turnaround in my life because when uh, when I talked to my mom on the phone, I 
the Holy Spirit was showing me that I couldn't hang on to this old nasty strip business. I had to let go, be willing to let go of it, be willing to let go of my addictions, alcohol, drugs, pornography, gambling, lust, all that. I was really in bondage, Carol. Yes. But you know what? All I had to do was really mean it with my whole heart. I see that now. And I did mean it. And when and mom you know, led me in a prayer, go ahead, Carol. I was going to say, you know, sin... Just sin is sin, and sin is bondage. It doesn't matter, you know, if it's an attitude or, you know, you're actually doing something in a business or whatever. I mean, sin is sin. And so, you know, we can say, hey, well, yours was a lot worse than this, but at least I didn't do that. You know what? Sin is sin. Yes. And and you were coming to grips with that, and you made a turnaround. And, and, um, you know, when did you start reading the Bible? Oh, well, right after I got saved, I wanted to find out. I knew I was different. I didn't know why. I didn't even know John 3.16. I wasn't raised in church, only been a few times and read the Bible just a few times, Mm -hmm. a little bit. But uh, anyway, so I wanted to find out what what made the difference i want it's i tell people it's like having a father you've never met and if you when you meet him what do you want to do you want to hang out with him and find out what their character is about and 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 see what what they are and so i started reading the bible and oh i was just thrilled i to find that he's such a loving forgiving merciful god and uh and realize what had happened to me that i had actually became a new creation and you knew your mom's love. You, oh, you, you know, yes. you said you couldn't imagine loving, uh, you know, having anyone love you more than your mom. But then she demonstrated God's love to you, didn't she? Oh, yes. Matter of fact, she used to say, Candy, you know how much I love you? And I'd say, oh, yes, Mom, I do. And she'd say, well, Candy, Jesus loves you even more than me. And I'd say, Mom, I can't imagine anybody loving me more than you. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, my father, you know, wasn't a good father, my real father, but Mm -hmm. my mother was, she was special. Yes, and, and, you know, she made the decision to follow Jesus as well, and and what an influence in your life that she was. Yes, yes. And so, you've chosen to walk the walk, you know? and (laughs) And, you know, because you're saying, you you believe that maybe the Bible... um, that you may be the only Jesus with skin on, right? That somebody runs into or that, that the, you're yes. the only representative of the Bible that someone might uh, see in and uh, connect with. Is that true? Yes, that is true. Our lives uh, influence each other, either for evil or for good. Mm-hmm. And what we do, how we act, what we say, everybody's watching us. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're watching uh, how we handle things. And, uh, of course, uh, in the Bible, it talks about uh, uh, being a, a fruit inspector. <laughs> we will oh, know them by their fruits. <laughs> from, from Galatians 5? Okay, so the, yes. we're talking about the fruits of the Spirit here. So, yes, there's yes, love yes. and peace and joy. Yes. I love that one, self-control. Ooh, yes. That's the one, isn't that one? And so, people, when you, you say fruit inspectors, so what are you saying there? Yes. What are you saying there? <laughs> well, they can look at us and... I, if uh, all right, for instance, the old me used to cuss. You know, it's just oh, well, I probably shouldn't have said that word, but I, that's that's truth. I mean, it, well, but anyway. So now, when I get saved, they say I'm not doing all the things I used to do. My attitude has changed. I become loving. I was mm-hmm. very angry before, and now I just want to love people. And and so that's the fruit. It's not just only what we don't do outwardly, but our actions, attitudes, mm-hmm. and. 
So the whole idea is try to be more like Jesus. But of course we can't unless we have the Holy Spirit in us, and that's what makes a difference. And you started devouring the Word of God, and uh, you've, uh, you know, God has just opened more doors for you as an evangelist to, to share this incredible story. And you've written a new book. You've written yes. four books, but your newest one is called Loved Ones Become Addiction Free. And you've got a subtitle that says Prayer Breaks Chains. So tell yes. us a little bit about that new book you've, that just came out. Oh, Carol. I I love this new book. Uh, actually, it's short stories. I didn't write the whole book. This is actually this is my fifth book, but this one is a very special book. I feel also because uh, these are short stories told by family members, family members who didn't know if their uh, uh, loved one was going to be in a hospital, a jail, or even the morgue, worried for their uh, having sleepless nights. Mm-hmm. And uh, so these stories tell about how what they went through, but then the wonderful part is then they tell how prayer breaks chains and how they continue to pray, love them, and live the life before them, and that then they seen their loved ones become free. And where can we find this book, Candy? It sounds like uh, a book that will help so many people. Where can we oh, get yeah. it? Well, it's on Amazon. Okay. All you do is type in Candy Rose. That's how, how you spell my name is K-A-N-D-I, Candy Rose. When you type that in under the books, you'll find all five of my books. Also on my website, addictionfreeministry.com. Okay. Well, I know oh, our listeners are going to want to go there and look at your books, and um, it will be a great help to them. Candy, it has been such a joy. I know that your heart is so full of Jesus, and I would like you to now just talk to our audience that are uh, listening and share your heart. Would you uh, share a oh, scripture yes. that you love, and then just uh, let the Lord speak through you as you speak to us? All right. Thank you, Carol. First of all, I just want to uh, tell the uh, listening audience that Jesus does love you. And if you've never given your life to the Lord, or if you have and you've got back out there and you're not following the Lord with your whole heart, you can do that today. And matter of fact, I would love to lead you in a prayer. And if you would, the Bible said if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart, the Lord Jesus God is raising from the dead, we shall be saved. And the other part is to repent, be willing to turn away from your old lifestyle, and He will enable you with the power of His Holy Spirit. So just say this prayer after me if you want to give your life to the Lord 100%. It is wonderful. Say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart. I want to live for you with my whole heart. Thank you for dying on the cross for me for loving me. I love you too, Jesus. I love you, Lord. Amen. And friends, for those of you that have loved ones that maybe are in some kind of addiction or or just not saved, I mean, after I got saved, people said, yeah, Candy, you needed Jesus. And I said, well, from what I read from the Bible, Everybody needs Jesus, even people that didn't have such a bad lifestyle like I did. So if, if you have a loved one that's out there and, and that uh, is not living for God, I want to encourage you. I want to pray for you right now. Father God, I ask you, Lord, to just uh, encourage my friends that may be listening, that have a loved one, a spouse, a, a parent, a child that uh, uh, is, is not 
living for you, Lord Jesus. I pray, Father, you would just encourage them, give them peace, encourage them to the fact that they continue to pray and live the life before them and love them unconditionally, that you will save them. Just like your word says, if we believe, our whole household will be saved. So we're just thanking you, Lord, for that encouragement you're giving them today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, Candy. Thank you so much for being with us. You know, again, you have books. Uh, your other titles are Spirits of Seduction, Free at Last, Recovery Today, The Shepherd's Way. You have Volume 1 and Volume 2 of that book. Addiction Free, Redemption Stories, so much to offer, all available at Amazon.com, and that's Candy Rose, K-A-N-D-I, Rose, R-O-S-E. Thank you for being with us. You have been such a blessing. Psalm 107 says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. God bless you. Thank you, Carol. And you know, I have a chance to share another one of my favorite psalms. This one meant so much to me when my mom passed away. It gave me so much peace and comfort. It's the Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. And now I'm going to sing for you a version of that that was um, paraphrased by hymn writer Isaac Watts, and then it's set to a traditional American melody, My Shepherd Will Supply My Need. And leads me 
Jesus, our shepherd, is with us, loving us, leading us, comforting us, giving us overflowing blessings, and giving us the promise of eternal life. Have you embraced that gift, that incredible gift He gives us? Have you seated Him on the throne of your heart? Have you made Him Lord of your life? That's my prayer for all of us, that even if you know Him now, we have a chance to just reseat Him there, make Him first. He is the King of kings and Lord of lords. I'm so grateful Candy Rose was able to take some time to share her story with us today, and I know that you were blessed you know, to hear how God has just uh, performed a victory, huge victory in her life. And you can go to BibleChicks.com and hear other fantastic victory stories by our incredible guests. Also, go to Bible Chicks with Carol on Facebook, and you know we can interact there. Please like my page. I appreciate that so much. Also, you know, if you buy my products at Amazon.com, my music and my voice training book, that will help support this show. So thanks so much. You know, remember that Acts, the book of Acts, tells us that in Him we live, move, and have our being. I appreciate you being with us. God bless you and have a great day. Reading, believing, living His Word. Praying, never receiving all the truth that we've